Welcome to the Wrong Kind of Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Martin. And today we have Cash Memphis with us. And Cash, thanks for being here and for chatting with me. I think we're going to have a good conversation. I think I got to say what's up to the family. What's going on, guys? I'm glad to be here. And you know, I like to keep it exotic in nature. That's your boy Cash. So thanks for having me here. I'm glad to be able to uh, share with you today and be a uh, guest on on. Um, Megan's show here, so. Yeah, for sure. So, Cash, I met you, what? I mean, it's just been a few weeks. Like, it's, we met through. I think uh, it's longer. It's It seems so it? much shorter, but, like, I think our first Holidays one, make everything go faster. Right. I think it was, like, right around Christmas time, and so it's it's been a while now. Yeah. yeah. And so I hadn't heard of you before, but we met through a like an organization that we're a part of right. an association, I should say. And right. so I went to I went to my Apple Music and I listened. And so now Come to Life is one of my favorites. Okay. And I was listening. And at first, you know, because I'm like, don't be offended. So many people, you know, kind of come up and say that they're doing this or they're doing that. And you're like, okay, okay. No, you're legit with this. Like, you, my girls were listening to you on a youth trip afterwards. Um, we were going to Extreme Winter Conference and Lecrae was performing. So we were kind of just getting in the mood. And um, I started playing your music and some of my girls were like, this is cool. This is awesome. So you have some new fans in Southeast Kansas. Hey, hey, yeah, I like so. it. You know, you know how many times I've driven through Kansas and by the oh, way, why? Why, okay, where so, are you going? <laughs> so I was, I, I, when I was in the military, that was Colorado. So I had to always drive through there, but that's another story. So my question out the gate is, you guys were listening to me next to Lecrae. So did I open, oh, yeah. did I open up for Lecrae or did Lecrae open up for me? <laughs> we were, we were listening to you on our way to the Lecrae concert. So there you go. Now what there they did go. when they got back to their hotel rooms that night. I can't tell you, but you that know, awesome. that's something too. We, it, it was our first live music event since like March, maybe. Yeah. And it was awesome. I think we made national news though, for being part of a super spreader. Um, but we were all yeah, masked Jesus. up. It's no. fine. We're good. And <laughs> yeah, exactly, we were masked up, but it, you know, the news came in of course, during the Lecrae concert and took video and whatever but we were all together for like it was a, a three-day conference and anyway so they listened and you have some new fans and i'm just so impressed though like i said i you kind of go into it going as eh, you know another person starting up something but like you have some talent and it sounds it sounds clean and and good like you have professional equipment in there going how did you uh what made you go into all this well see so when 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 we talk about how things run you got to know that Cash Memphis runs deep. And so when I say Cash Memphis, I I believe I am Cash Memphis. There is no more old man in me. That's how deep it runs. See, well, you know, it's like for your listeners out here who are already starting into the conversation. I think you have to understand that like a men a lot of them understand maybe who Eminem or NF is, right? And for Eminem, it's the the alter ego. For NF, he has this, this fight he's dealing with, right? And for me, when I discovered rap, it was when I was a kid, but to rediscover it as an older kid, you know, it really runs deep because... Where Cash Memphis starts is where Brian Havens ends. And you have to look at it in the perspective of where I was at. Standing in a mirror, 200 
130 pounds, addicted to opiates. I had been through that. I had been through destroying and breaking my back, jumping out of airplanes. And then after I got clean from opiates, I became a pastor. And then I'm standing in the mirror. Why? Because, well, it wasn't the war that was going to get me. It wasn't the opiates that was going to get me. And then the church began to kill me from the inside out in my family. So that launches to say that, well, where, who, and how do we get to Cash Memphis? How do we find out that he has talent and all of that? And it's to understand if your listeners can really get a perception in their mind. I was standing in the mirror and I was sick and tired of who I became. In all my life, people told me, that's ah, just, you know, that's for someone else. You know, they can dream. They can do this. And I'd spend my whole life trying to please other people. And I became sick and tired of that person. It wasn't someone I liked. It wasn't someone I loved. It was someone I tried to kill several times, physically. And by the grace of God, he's still alive physically. And more importantly, spiritually. So, I take myself, Cash, seriously to say that. Your listeners are listening right now. I want you to imagine this country white boy with a big beard and a big purple toboggan sitting on his hat and a big purple hoodie. Because two years ago, I started living that dream of being Cash Memphis. And, and that's the launch for who I wanted to become. It's like someone said, if you had all your dreams there set before you, would you grab them and seize them? Right? Would you just grab it? Would you take the opportunity and run with it? After you just lost everything due to the church organization that claims to be the church. And now you have this guy who's like completely split. I'm like, I don't want no more of this guy. You know, you see this guy's completely split with who he wants to be versus who he was. And it's like just living the dream out. Now it's just like I've got nothing else. But who do I want to become? The people around me. And that's it. And so that's where Cash Memphis starts. And for two years, I've just been grinding, grinding, cleaning, grinding, cleaning it up, you know, and uh, it's been a long, lonely journey, but uh, yes, so that's, that's how I we get. I can only imagine so. that's a, that's a That is a really, um, that's a really interesting story. Like there's a, there's a lot behind that. You have taken that and you have, you poured it into so many things that, are, that you're passionate about. Like um, when I first, started checking out your pages and stuff. I mean, there's Kodak purple. That's right. That's out. Right. Cause that's what I have on my, yeah, my phone now. Absolutely. Um, and you are kingdom priest and that's. So here's how I break it right? down. Yeah. So here's how I break it down for people. I'm cash Memphis or, you know, I, I kind of drop the IS off anymore. So it's just cash Memphis. It's easy. Okay. Right? So, but I'm Cash Memphis. I am the kingdom priest. That's what I do. That's who I am. And for a lot of your listeners who don't understand what Cash is, it's actually K-A-S-H and like the city Memphis. But Cash stands for Chasing After Savior's Honor. That was something at that day that I said, you know what? That's what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Right there, through this avenue, through that avenue. And I'm, in, I'm just going to pursue God. And I'm like, I'm writing my dream book. And the first prayer on that day when I was fired from the church, I'm like, I want to do it in music. And I want to do it in evangelism. And I want to put 
all of my heart, my soul, and my dreams into everything that I felt I was called to as a kid that somewhere died along the way. And then killing the old self is now somewhere reborn in Christ's passion and his desire for me and his calling in my life. So that's that's what I've set to say. That's what I'm doing the rest of my life. So I'm the kingdom priest. I point people to the kingdom. What is missiology? So, so that's a that's a mouthful, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so and, uh, imagine I, I had to listen to you in on some a video on one of your pages and go, okay, that is how I say that. <laughs> okay, so if you break it down now, missiology. Someone asked me this the other day. It's like say that again, and I'm like, okay, missiology. But I'm like, lucky you don't have to say the whole term the way it is. It's like missiological. So, like, if you go back into, I think it was the first rap song I wrote, which was Easy Living, two years ago. Okay. Um, I, well, I wrote it two years ago, but I think I released it um, Easter this year will be two years, because I released it Easter. That was my first rap single. And and in there it says, Miss, I'm a missiological cat and life's my mission. Um, it's like, I know it sounds redundant to say this. But I'm a dude who lives on mission. Okay. And that's it. It's like it's a, it sounds redundant to say I'm a I'm a missional dude who lives on mission, but you understand that. Right? And then from the my context of being in the military and retiring out of there, I was looked at every day as a mission. We got op orders, right? And those are called operation orders. So every day you get your marching orders. God wakes you up. He gives you breath. He puts things in front of you. So we focus on today, one day at a time, missionally. And it's like, I can love the lady in the grocery store. I can love the young man who's buying a pair of sneakers. Or I can buy the homeless man a meal. You know, just those kind of things. There's opportunities around us every day. And we waste every single one of them. So it's just that's the way I try to live life. Like, okay, Lord, my hoodie, my purple hoodie, my purple hat or, you know, whatever purple I'm wearing that day. It's like I'm on mission. I have wondered about that. I Did I hear that this is this is going to be a a movement? Like, are you making this in or like that's the goal to kind of turn that into a, a movement with um, that people can kind of jump on board with? Only if people show up. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, that that's that was the goal from day one. And here's here's let me say yes and explain just briefly what that movement means because it's part of who Cash is. Because the day I made that decision to start chasing Jesus, nobody else. You know, Paul says in Scripture, "You chase after no man." But you chase after Jesus, right? So, you know, that day I made that decision like, you know what? I got fired by the church for stuff that I did years ago that they already knew about and made rumors of to get me fired to protect their position when their church, when their church, excuse me, grew more than 300% in less than eight months. And that's when I got fired. So it went from 24 people to 90 boom but people don't want real change in church that's true that's true listen up folks if you're out there today here's why it's a movement because that day i walked away from the church organization not jesus let's be clear not jesus and not the church which is the body and believers of christ And I walked away that day feeling neglected, rejected. I felt like a misfit. I felt like I didn't fit in in the synagogue or in the local church. And I shortly came to realize in the last two years that if I want to be like Jesus, the only time Jesus stepped foot in a church was when he was correcting something. Other than that, He was changing people and meeting them where they were, time after time again, 
all three years of his ministry. And isn't it interesting when Jesus shows up, he asks for something before he presents something? That's an interesting observation. That right there, if you drive that perspective, I mean, just really think about that. Jesus always asks, or most of the time, I'm not claiming that like fit, okay? I'm not a I'm not a true Bible scholar here. I get it. Any means, okay? I mean, I've been to Bible school, but I can't say. I don't know. I didn't walk with Jesus like that physically. But every time he shows up, look at the woman at the well. Look at the guy who's trying to get down to the pool. Right? And he's like, hey, you know, he shows up. And he's like, let's say the woman at the well, he's like, can I get a drink of water? He breaks every social norm known in that time. He asks her for a drink of water. She knows he shouldn't be asking her because of who she is and everything that she's done. And she's like, who are you to ask me? And then he's like, who am I? Nah, man, who are you, right? And he steps in, right? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's cash yeah. version. He's like, if you knew what water I provided, you'd be giving me what, but you know what I'm saying? So he makes it a point to come back and say, yeah, I've asked you for something, but now let me provide something in return. And every time, never, every time, Jesus is outside of the church. I'm really sorry that you went through that situation with the church. I, you know, we have the name wrong kind of Christian, so you can probably imagine that we've kind of dealt with some of that too. Right. It's, it's fascinating that so many people feel that way from the church, you know, like, and I don't mean the church, like the body of Christ church. I mean, brick and mortar type church, you know, right. But you that know what that welcome there. And, right. You know, right. You know, but you know what that absolutely forced me to do now, Here's what it forced me to do. Ladies, if you're listening, gentlemen, if you're listening, you both can learn something from this. It forced me to be a man. One, we become too reliable upon other people to tell us what we believe. This forced me to figure out what I believe and whom I believe. I had nowhere else to turn. And so when you have that, that it iron sharpens iron. It's you look in scripture again every time that God brings correction, want the person or thing or you know that it's either they choose bitterness or they choose love and repentance. You have to choose love and repentance. And I mean, for me, I had to accept my faults in that. Did it lead to a relapse? Absolutely. Did it lead to a lot of unnecessary hurt and harm? Absolutely. I have to accept mine. I have to look me in the mirror. And so when I look back two years ago, I say, you know what? I'm proud of who i become today. I'm proud of what I've done because I've done everything for Jesus since then. It has been hurting, hurtful or harming and harmful. And... You know, every step of the way, he's the, what I would say this, now that's not to discredit people around me, but he's the only one that stuck it out. Sure. You know? I, you know, I sometimes, well, and I kind of blame my, I don't blame myself for this, but I kind of like, it, it jokingly, I do in a way, I guess, but like, uh, personally, I had been praying for a revival. And then it hit me one day that revival usually comes after a really bad experience. It comes <laughs> after like, squelched earth. Right. And then I'm like, why am I praying for this? Stop that. I mean, not to, you know, legitimately say no, you know, but be careful what you pray for. But understand that, like you said, there's a refining moment when you walk through the fire and you have to find him. You have to find Jesus right. to get you through it. And he's right. the only one. And you know, sometimes I we rely on other people, we rely on other substances, we rely on the TV or the internet and social media, whatever it is, there's so many other options of things, but sometimes he takes that all away, but for a purpose, not to hurt you, not to harm you, but to bring you into him. Right. And, you know, oddly enough, for me, the place I found most of my peace was in the chaos, 
Now, you say, you know, we talk about squelched earth, right? Well, you know, you look at Sodom and Gomorrah. And in order to do a new thing, man, you got to you got to wipe the foundation clean, man. And, um, you know, I, I just try to live now more a day to day. You know, I, I get the planning, but it's like if we get wrapped up in results or if we get wrapped up in the detriment of yesterday, you know, that can really, you know, it's like, yeah, the grass is growing, but, you know, it's like you're saying, you've got to continue to choose. You know, it's like yeah. when it happens, day one, you're like, I'm angry, but I got to choose to move forward. Tomorrow, I got to make the choice, choose to move forward. And, you know, while Jesus chooses us, we still have to choose him every day, too, just like our spouse. Right. That's a very good analogy there. I actually uh, might have mentioned that on, I don't know if I put that in the podcast yet or not. Anyway, something about how we have to, uh, he chooses us as the bride of Christ. Absolutely. And, but we have to choose him daily or else, you know, right? cheating outside the marriage can. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't say one day, well, you know, I got a little bit of God this morning and so I'm going to roll over and and I can, Done with it. you know what I mean? It's like hide or, you know, whatever they do today. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, you, you got to walk like you're holding her his hand every step of the way because what happens like a kid when you let go they get lost right i have shiny new toys are everywhere mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. mine's about to be a teenager in a couple of weeks and uh that's a whole new ball game hey yeah. i've got one yeah. now here's here's we'll tell you my wife is a special person because we have five boys the oldest and the second oldest are both teenagers but their age ranges go from 15 14 12 13 10 and soon to be eight something like that i see enough i don't even know their ages surprise i remember their names <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just go through the list, including like the dog's name and everything kind of just gets thrown in there every time. So, hey, you. Yeah, that's what I just end up throwing out. Hey, you. Cash, I was watching a video the other day that you had put out. I actually think you were live. I just didn't catch it live. So I, I had to watch it later. Um, you did a little unboxing segment. I did. Because what's that all about? I like snacks. <laughs> you ever, hey, have you ever seen that kid, the, the meme? It was about, oh, it was several years ago, right? And he was on the news. And for some people who watch the news might know this, he was like, they're like, what'd you think about, it was Halloween, what'd you think about the zombie fair? And he's like, I like turtles. So <laughs> I picture myself saying that, I like snacks. Now, I did do an unboxing segment, but we... You know, it's just kind of my way to break bread with people. And so I do an unboxing segment and I'll talk about the snacks, but I'll talk about good stuff in there too. And the reason I was unboxing because on January 7th, my business license was officially filed. So I had to celebrate by having snacks, right? Y'all get of it. Of course. Right? So I was like, you know, that was awesome. And so I, I, every month I do a live and it will, you know, this year I'm going to be launching a live podcast. Just to, It's like a hangout or whatever. But once a month I'm going to crack open the International Snack Crate. And for anybody who participates in the live, I'm going to share those snacks with them. And I'll send them to you. Wow. So, I say you're much nicer than we are because we do the yum boxes, but we just talk about it on our podcast. We don't share them with our listeners. Well, now see, it it may not. I mean, you know, it's not going to be like, hey, here, throw. It's like, can you picture <laughs> me throwing it out digitally? Yes. So, but I guess I guess it's just a unique way to break bread, and you know, periodically show people you love them. 
So it would be like saying, ideally, if um, let's say you're you're a fan of mine, right? Mega shows up, we're like, boom, right? And well, but guess what? Now she's also a customer. So what does that mean? Well, a customer, yeah. Let's say she buys part of the Kingdom Priest brand of clothing, which is Sunday swag, right? Now let's say yes. you're buying Sunday swag. I might, and I see you in the podcast, or I see you in the live, I might throw a couple snacks in with your t-shirt that's already going out to you. Sweet. So uh, this month I, un I unboxed in it, I unboxed it, and it was all the things you could get from Israel. And let me tell you what, I, it comes with a juice in there, and I drank the juice, yeah. My, yeah. I mean, there's no words. Isn't that funny? So here's, I, t I warned you earlier that I was going to have some questions for you, right? Before we get there, though, I will tell you that my family questions. has been, yeah, yeah. My family has been doing the Yumbox thing for, I don't know, about a year and a half now. Okay. No, yeah. Eh. So our first one was a Christmas box. So I guess it probably, maybe it's only been a year. Anyway, um, and for yum box they send for their for their holiday box they send stuff from all over the world instead of just focusing on one country okay our favorite hands down favorite thing has come from jerusalem and it is chocolate with pop rocks in it like a chocolate bar that has i pop didn't rocks get those but now hold on I'm gonna, amazing. I'm gonna throw one back to you that's even more amazing. Not 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 more as in like because I've never tasted pop rocks, obviously, with <laughs> chocolate to die for. I'm already so good. I'm already <laughs> I can taste it now. Um, but there was these ones that came in a box, and oh man, I wish I would have saved it. But it was called Torah Oodles. Torah oh, I saw oodles. you talking about them on. <laughs> okay, so now now that I've had a chance, let me give you guys the review already. Okay, so these are like the little, what do they call them, dots that go on the ice cream. But they're candy. They're almost like Starburst or whatever, but they're these little dots. And it's almost like they're kosher, so it's it's all natural. Oh, my goodness. So I, thought, I thought I was going to go kosher for the rest of my life. But then I realized the crate's only going to last so long. Right. You're going to be out of luck soon. It, my children loved it so much that they asked me to order them so that they could enjoy it again, like for Christmas the next year. So it might have ended up being some stocking stuffers because, but I'm like, I had to order it in October because it's coming from Israel and like, who knows how long that's going to, anyway. So, so in my yum box every month, I get these, um, these little uh, packages, like these little pamphlets. Okay. And yep. they give us they give us information about all the foods that are in them mm -hmm. and trivia questions. Okay. So I've got three trivia questions for you. Oh, I, I, I'm trying to go two for three. Okay. So okay. it's like, it's like a batting percentage or let's go. Th I got to hit two out of three free throws. We'll call them free throws. Okay. So here's the first one. And I don't really know how to say these words, some of them. So I think it's just Cologne, right? In Cologne, Germany, used Christmas trees are donated for what? And I have some options here, but if you know, you can just shout it out. Okay, so if I don't, if, if this option is not in there at all, then I'll let you present me options. Is that okay? Okay, yeah. Okay, Used Christmas trees in Cologne, Germany are used for perfume. That's probably a good answer, but so here are the options. <laughs> I figured Cologne, <laughs> Germany, Heim, we got some. It's got to be there. <laughs> I want to be that rugged man that wears that, though. <laughs> <laughs> so the options are they're used for churches. They, they're used, um, they, they go to an orphanage. They go to a zoo, or they you give them to your neighbors. I wish I had some Jeopardy music. You know what? I'm going to take a shot in the dark, and I'm going to rely on my biblical theology and living missionally here. And I'm going to go with okay. giving them to your neighbors. Ah, uh, actually, you give them to the zoo. Ah. <sighs> 
Did you know that elephants can eat up to three Christmas trees a day? They feed them to their aunt. Okay, so okay, an elephant. So how That's do what they? It says. How do they? Uh, can you imagine them crushing? I mean, you're talking like a tree trunk, right? Like this, right? I'm like, yeah, it's like a tooth. Branches. Is it like eating a toothpick? No idea. It also says that the llamas really enjoy them. So llamas and elephants. Llamas. There you go. Llamas yeah. probably eat the pine or the the leaf off. I would guess. Yeah. That's a good one. What else you got? Good. Okay. So, wait, I should ask. Do you know, like, your um, ancestral heritage? Do you know where your family came from? Uh, Ish, yeah. Uh, German-ish and okay. um, Irish-ish. Okay. More German. It doesn't, I already asked a German one, but I um, they have one here that's like from Hobbins. Scotland. So... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So I can't pronounce the name. I- I'll say it. I mean, I'll try, but during Hogmanay, I don't know, Scottish New Year's Eve, that's what they call Hogmanay, I guess. It's tradition to either, oh, wait, do you want to take a okay. guess first or do you just want the options? Read it. Read it one more time. Mahog- during Hogmanay. 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 Yeah. Okay. And that is just their Scottish New Year's Eve. Okay. What is their tradition? Hmm. I don't know what it's called, but I think it's going to be, if it's Scottish, drinking and kilt dancing. Is that wrong? That would be awesome. <laughs> so here are the options. I, I, I imagine. Sweet. I imagine. Yeah, exactly. One of the, what's the uh, Christian band that uh, is from Ireland? Uh, oh, Rent gosh. Collective. That's what oh, I yeah. picture. <laughs> that they're going that's awesome. We'll have to tag them in this so they can see it. There you so, go. Um, so your options are to sweep out the fireplace, pay off all your outstanding debts before midnight, oust evil spirits with a smoking juniper branch, or celebrate the first person who steps into your house. Well, it doesn't make sense to celebrate the first person that steps in your house. I'm just kind of eliminating here. Um, I would walk out and walk back in. Yeah, there you just go. Just immediately. Hi, hi. Yeah. Um, what were the What were the first two options? To sweep out your fireplace, or to pay off all of your outstanding debts before midnight. I'm gonna go with paying off it's all your really outstanding hard. debts for midnight before midnight. I kind of tricked you, and I, I sort of apologize for that, but it's actually all of them. That All of that goes into their tradition. Okay, so, so how do I do this then? You have to, yeah, yeah. If so I'm the ever there time, on mission the first, and I'm like, Mahog, Hogmanay, how do I do Hogmanay, this? yeah. So the first three are about readying your house for the new year. So starting off with a clean slate, right? Cleaning out the fireplace, paying off your debts. And then, you know, a smoking juniper branch and ousting out evil spirits. I don't know. Maybe you just run around the house. I don't know. Um, it doesn't give me any, uh, you know, it, it direct in- instructions. But the last one is known as, they call it first footing. And so the first person who enters the house brings a gift for the year. It's like salt, coal, or like most good Scotsmen, right? They bring some whiskey. And, it you know, you're supposed to celebrate them for gracing you with something awesome so you know i think if i was celebrating hogmanay you know it would almost be like hey yeah because you know that's that's a good you know all about for me rapping is all about the 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 syllables and the tongues and so it's like i could picture me sitting down with uh you know we'll, we'll say it's friend collective and we'll do we'll do a a hogmanay rendition you know, and we can celebrate the new year. I like it. I have one more for you. Okay. This one has to do with Czechoslovakia. So it has, I'll just give you the options for this one. Cause it says, which of these is a trek, a Czech tradition. So do you um, share your leftovers from dinner with your neighbors? They have a lot of options in here about sharing things yeah. with the neighbors. Maybe the rest of the world is better than that than we are at that. I think. Um, 
Yeah. Open the windows to allow the refreshing of the home. Okay. Um, singing at the dinner table before you eat. Or um, sitting with garlic under the table during dinner. I'm going to say the refreshing breeze. If we're sticking with the theme of the last one, that's the one I'm going with. They actually put garlic under their table in a bowl. Okay, now I'm lost. It's so you got to bring explain strength. <laughs> they said that it brings strength and protection to everyone who is partaking in the dinner meal. If you put a bowl, a bowl of garlic under your table while you're eating your meal. So there you have it. Now that we have lots of new traditions to try now. Right. And you know what? <laughs> I wonder if I get a snack crate. If they'll, if, because no, I'm being, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm half jokingly, but like they send a lot of these snacks with stuff like that. You know what I mean? And so they're yeah. really based in like, you say tour oodles or what, you know, it's like the stuff you're talking. And, so I just wonder, I'm like, okay, what's next month's? And I wonder what I'll get this time, you know? It is Maybe. fun. We really enjoy it. Like our last box was from Italy and we found that we really like Italian snacks. But they do kind of give you the background and the history of them. So that's kind of cool, you know, if you're into learning a little bit about them. Now, so so you got to question me. I have a question for you. I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, out of all the snacks, now we're talking that you've tasted, what is, what is probably, um, your most favorite from what over that you've ever tasted and your least favorite? The most favorite is definitely the chocolate with the pop rocks in it. Although my daughter would say the baklava, is that what I say? It's like the, something that they eat at mm -hmm. the end of Ramadan. She, she really loves mm -hmm. that. Um, but the worst Thing we have ever tasted in our life and they sent it again this year for our holiday box <clears throat> is salted egg yolk popcorn it's disgusting like it what, comes is, what from, does it taste like the first time we uh, i can't i can tell you that after you eat it there's like this aftertaste of like um i don't know what it's is it's it disgusting. like, like you can boozled? tell it's eggs but <laughs> yes yes it is you're expecting the, popcorn it's like ah right the first time it came from thailand and we we didn't house him but we one of our um a friends housed a a um a foreign exchange student from thailand and so he was like oh you're gonna love it it was horrible it was the worst thing ever and all of us felt bad for telling him that but like sorry nate it it was bad but this stuff came from Taiwan this time. And so it's their version of like egg dumplings, I guess. Anyway, it's disgusting. Like, or is it egg dumpling flavored like popcorn? Or? I don't, well, this is, it's just salted egg yolk popcorn is what it's called. And it's actually in English on the front. Pop, and most of our packages are not in English. Right. So half the time we don't really know what we're eating. But Yeah. You know, the, the thing I walked away from, at least just the Israel box. Now, let me present, present you with a couple of facts about Israel that they gave me on my card. Okay. Now, did you know that um, Israel is the only place that Starbucks has failed as a country? Because their coffee is that good. Really? Yes. It, it literally failed because their cafes are so good. Did you know that all of the stuff that is, I mean, it's truly kosher, it's naturally resourced. So it's like when they say kosher, it was taken into the processing of, you know, taking out of all of the artificial ingredients. And I'm going to tell you what, when I looked at like just some of the taste of it and it's like, yo, you know, you sit there and you eat a piece of Israeli chocolate and it tastes so clean. And you're yeah. like, man, I've been doing this wrong my whole life. Maybe that's why we like the chocolate bar so much. They're clean and huh. they don't they don't leave you with that disgusting like, you know, like yeah. I just ate a bag of Reese's or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So 
um that is that is a lot of it yeah there's so much i mean there's yeah. additives and so everything i think we had an a box from israel over um like whenever easter was i think that they gave us a an israel box and we were like well that's kind of cool and we have no idea if that was intentional or if that just happened to be the you know the country that came up at that time but it was really cool so now as a music person now we get the we get the easy question now we go to the heart no i'm just kidding um so one of the things i would ask you now now that we understand you and i are we're we're the wrong kind of uh christian um one of um my least favorite snacks is probably um a rice patty of any kind okay so I think there's something there scripturally about that. So if you eat rice cakes, <laughs> you're the wrong kind of Christian. No. So, uh, but probably my favorite snack uh, is um, is probably um, some kind of peanut butter form. And uh, they didn't disappoint this time. Uh, the Israeli one had peanut butter puffs, like Cheetos puffs. Oh. But peanut yeah. butter, and they, those were really good. So, Don't tell my husband that those exist. They don't exist. He'll be making if, me special order list, those as well. If you're listening right now, they don't exist. You're just hearing stuff. Now, what is your favorite Cashmere lyric? Hmm. And that's my final question for you. You can call it. Um, okay. Favorite Cash Memphis lyric. Oh, I don't know. I don't know them that well. I've listened to your album, but I also had a, van, a car full of screaming kids and and um. Well, oh, I listen. Well, first of all, my daughter appreciates that sometimes it goes Kevin in the middle of it all, um, because she's a super fan of all Home Alone everything. Well, see, that's a um, friend of mine named Kevin too, and so he oh, yeah. he actually got the rights to use it. So. That's awesome. She she wondered about well, it's funny because she's heard us talk so much about legalities. She's mm-hmm. like, how does he how is he able to use that? I'm like, I don't even know, but it's funny and it's awesome. Um what was it? I was just even listening to it today. There was something about did you did you talk about kicking Satan in the crotch, maybe? I did. See, that in, is one of my most favorite, too. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's funny. Well, it, it made me laugh, and so I was like, oh, that's great. That's a... <laughs> okay, so, you know, I, I guess, you know, let's let's say it this way. This will give a, a way for you to, to lead us forward, is that, you know, one person told me going into this, and, you know, a lot of people have said, well, you know, I take people's opinions in, and then I'm like... I believe that I got to stand on my own decision. So it's like, you know, I consult people and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make the decision. And and so someone had actually presented to me, uh, actually two people, one saying that they thought it was too much. And then another person saying that they thought it wasn't enough. So um, <laughs> the reason I say that is just because um, I'm a firm believer in, in, being authentic, but you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's just, I think we all have our daily walk, whatever that might be, like our relationship with God. Um, Mm -hmm. but that's how I approach doing things for God. And, and no, am I, I'm not necessarily doing that, but you know, for me, if I'm going to take shots, it's going to be at the devil. So, you know, um, Perfect. I love it. Who better? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was great. I don't know. Just my opinion. Hey. So t- well, let's, uh, you know, it's like there's a debate there, you know? Let's let the debate happen one day. No, just- <laughs> yeah, exactly. So tell us what is coming up for you this year. You have you've you've told us that um you got this business license, you have you are moving forward with a whole lot of things. What comes first? What's coming up? Whoa. Okay. So, um, right out the gate. Okay. So if, if you're, you're probably scrambling, right? You know, like who's this cash Memphis dude? Okay. And you're probably, um, saying, what is this? Okay. So here's, here's what we got laid down for the year. It's, you know, 
We're gonna start off the year. So right now, I'm actually uh, just finishing. Now, I'm not just finishing, not right now, but in this process of finishing writing my next single, um, which is going to be called You Are Enough. And for those of you who go and you maybe listen to Gal, which is a song that I wrote for my wife and for God on Kodak Purple. Um, if you like that one and it kind of makes you, you know, do that little jiggy dance and you're like, hey, all right. So this one's definitely going to be for you because it's got singing. It's got rapping in it. And and I think this 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 single project, it's getting all my attention, but I think it's getting everybody else's too. So that's coming up, and that's going to be right around springtime. My goal is to release it on or before Easter. So we are. Very nice. I am. I'm. I'm out there kicking, kicking the tire, saying, "Hey, we got, we got stuff to do." Um, also, uh, right around the same time, you can expect that I'll be releasing uh, my first novel. Um, between Combat and the Cross by your boy Cash Memph. That talks about my early childhood loosely. You know, it's, um, it, you know, there's a lot in there from, you know, knee high to a grasshopper all the way to when I um, left, left the church. So I'll be looking forward to hear, reading that one. Yeah. So um, that's something I'm really proud about. And then um, also this year, probably, this is all in process right now, is I've got In the Clouds coming up, which is going to be uh, my radio podcast, and um, which will be included with um, a connection group on Clubhouse, which you guys already know as a hot commodity. So... Yes. Um, so, and then I aim to do a live show every week as well. So, and that's a place where you can connect with Cash and his friends who want to show up. And we're just going to cut it up and you guys can learn about the whole crew and who we are. So, it's just, it's a way for me to give you a piece of myself from my heart and just say, hey, how was your week? If you just want to jump in and say, hey, you can pray for me. If we're doing a snack crate and, you know, you're a part of the mob, you can do that. Be part of the mob by going to my Patreon at Kodak Purple. Um, There are many things to do. So um, I just started my creative coaching program. Um, So if you're interested in mentorship by Coach Cash, um, I do continual coaching and I do eight-week coaching. Okay? And eight weeks... It's to help people launch their dreams and figure out how to awaken from their dreams so they can live their dreams or awaken to that spiritual world and figure out what they want to do with their life. So, um, and then you the have Sunday so much sw- going on, and then we y- you'll see the Sunday swag is already out, but the website Kodak Purple doesn't come up until February first. So you'll be able to see all of the clothing creations there that are already in process too. So it's I'm I'm a busy man. I was really excited to see um, your Sunday swag. I I was looking at um, the samples that you put up on. I guess I don't know if it's your personal page or if it's on the uh, you know a business page somewhere. But I saw some of it and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Like, and then I realized that I couldn't go buy it yet. So okay, so I'll make I'll make a deal with you. You like deals? Deal? No we'll deal. See. Hey, I'm sort of like Howie. <laughs> no deal. Got to do fist pumps. All right. Yeah. Check this out. I'll let you in on the inside. You get to okay. see it, but they're hearing it, but I'm showing it to you in the studio. You do have it. How so, cool is that? Now, now, not only is do I have it, but you know what this is? That's the original ground starter it's not even the same anymore do you know why what what did you not like well it wasn't what i didn't like so when i started the dream it was like i'm missiology incorporated right like it's just like ink right 
Well, right. for you business folks out there, if you start a business, you can't start an LLC and have INC in the logo. So that's correct. Makes it a little more valuable. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to send it to you. And if if <laughs> um and I'm going to send one other thing. Okay. You get to choose between the two. But the first person No. That's not the first person. The fifth person that shares this episode will get the other item that I'm sending to you. Okay. Cool. So, I like it. So, but here, I I won't tell them what it is, but see, they can't see what I'm doing. Okay. Awesome. I okay. can see. Okay, she can see it. So, hey, folks, number <laughs> number five, number five. That's that's my favorite number. And so this one, this one, I'm affectionately holding on to. But see, that's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got it. I I I've got that for you. And Perfect. So that will be awesome. on its way. All you got to do is just you know just send me your deeds. Yeah. Send your awesome. We can do that. (laughs) (laughs) If only we had people. Yeah, I know. We're one man team here, but you know, one. I'm a dreamer. Come on. (laughs) That's right. I like it. Cash, thank you you so much for talking with us tonight. I'm so glad you took the time. I hope that you guys all go listen to him. Um, I found him on Apple Music. I'm sure that you're other places. Where where can they find you? Okay, so just right off quick on the bat. Starting February 1st, it's, you know, you can go straight to kodakpurple.com. That's right. Okay. But if you're interested in finding me musically, any of that, you can find me on all major platforms except for SoundCloud because they're no longer a major platform. Two, you can find me, um, you know, Amazon, all of them, you know, Spotify, iTunes, um, and that's why I say platform, but also Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and clubhouse where i will be spending a lot more of my time probably three three days a week maybe an hour and a half at a time to chat i'll jump in some of your rooms sometimes okay they'll find us both in there somewhere sounds good we can we can school some people up guys i will link all of those places for you in the notes for the um for the episode and um, make sure that you guys can find him directly and um next week well this week actually we'll be diving into hebrews chapter 9 so don't miss that episode and um go listen to cash and be on the lookout for his own podcasts love you guys bye guys